You suppose we could just as well get married? Rye grunted, forking up a mouthful of potato salad. He had it all figured out. He wasn't getting any younger. He was 34. It was high time he settled down and had some kids. Maggie was the ideal choice for his wife. She was fun, feisty, willing, and able to stand up to him. Willing to go out with him had been a major prerequisite. He wasn't exactly the most handsome guy in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Maggie wasn't hard to look at either. In fact, he imagined a man could get lost taking in the view of her generous hourglass figure and big brown eyes. He even liked her dark sorrel red hair, which bounced around her head in a perky bob. They were perfectly suited. Getting married was the practical thing, Rye told himself, deliberately cutting his heart out of the thought process. He had learned long ago to be a practical man. Romance was for poets and idiots and a few lucky people like his sister and her new husband. His one attempt at it had been a miserable disaster, one he wasn't going to repeat. Certainly, he had some tender feelings for Maggie. He cared about her the way any human being cared for another human being. He was attracted to her, the way any man with eyes in his head would be attracted to her. He would have cheerfully choked any stray male who wandered too close to her. He wasn't in love with her. He would have sworn up and down he wasn't in love with her. The feelings he experienced around Maggie weren't love, couldn't be love, because he had taken a solemn vow never to fall in love again. When his mother had walked out on the family, Rye had watched love destroy his father. With stars in his eyes, Tom Quaid had made promises he couldn't keep to a woman who had never wanted his way of life. Bitterness in Joanne had grown and soured and hardened over the years. When she finally walked out, she left her husband desolate. The man had gone on loving a woman who felt nothing for him but contempt. Rye had had his own experience with love, or something like it, when he'd been nineteen and just young enough to hope, young enough to want to be proven wrong about love. He'd fallen hard for a girl who was in love with his image as a budding college football star. When he'd been forced to leave school to take over the farm, she had made it abundantly clear that she had been more interested in the football jersey than the man who'd worn it. Rye had given up on the concept of romantic love then, at least as it pertained to him. He simply wasn't lovable. Women fell in love with men like his horse trainer, Christian Atherton, or Nick Leone, Katie's husband. Handsome, charming men, not big rough farmers who didn't have the time or the inclination to be suave and charming. Love was more trouble than it was worth anyway. As far as he was concerned, marriage was a partnership, and partners needed to be compatible, not in love with each other. Love was too tenuous a thing, too transient. It came and it went. Solid partnerships were enduring. Maggie sat back and folded her hands on the lap of her champagne-stained dress. Rye hadn't said one word about love. He hadn't even said he wanted to marry her. He made it sound as if he had suddenly grown weary of being single and had decided to settle for her instead of looking further.
She felt as if she were something being picked out at Kmart because he was too lazy to go across town to a fancier store. The hurting started around her heart and spread out in ever-widening concentric circles until even her toenails ached, her hair ached, her eyelashes ached as she stared at the big, rugged man across the table from her. He wasn't handsome by movie star standards. Handsome was too tame a word for Rylan Quaid, too pretty a word. The hard, angular planes of his face could have been chiseled from granite. His cheekbones were too high, his gray-green eyes too narrow. He was hardly a slave to fashion, and he combed his dark hair whichever way it happened to be leaning when he got out of bed in the morning. With his bold, high-bridged nose and fierce expression, he made her think of an eagle or some equally predatory creature. No, he wasn't a handsome man, but he was all man.